To come along with me, a podcast for fans who finished all ten seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode by episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am KK the Human. And I'm Laura, also the human. This is chapter one point three, Prisoners of Love, boarded by Adam Mucho and Pendleton Ward. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that kidnapping is a terrible way to pick up chicks and what the Cosmic Owl really thinks of the Ice King. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. Episode Summary In Prisoners of Love, Ice King is fed up with Finn and Jake's antics in his kingdom, so he freezes them and dumps them into his in-house jail. There are six princesses there already there, captured to be potential brides for the host. With Jake frozen and unable to stretch their way out, Finn concocts a plan. He and the princesses pretend to party, luring Ice King into the cell. Finn scolds the Ice King as he beats him up, exclaiming that he'll never be able to help someone as messed up as him. Even the Cosmic Owl gets in on it, informing I.K. that he's a sociopath. All right. Ice King episode. Ice King, the first of Ice King. One of, I'd say, the most fundamental episode, uh, characters of the show. Yeah, for real. Um, this entire episode uh, proposes a very interesting question to me as I watch it, which is, do I feel good that Ice King is being beaten up for his sexism and kidnapping, or bad that a sex senile old man is being beaten up by a 12-year-old? Yes. And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit is is forgiven because it is season one and they didn't know where Ice King was going to go. Uh, so there is, I think it's a little bit easier in this early Ice King days to just feel the catharsis of it of like, yeah, yeah, old man getting what he deserves. Absolutely. Um, but even in this episode, there are definitely moments where like, you know, Ice King is dragging admittedly his frozen prisoners up and he starts like feeling around in his gorp bag and he's like, oh no, almond, oh, yogurt chip. And he just kind of, you know, noms away. And I'm like, oh, you really should be in a old folks home. <laughs> Oh, um, but, you know, even at the end of the episode, you know, Finn's like, there's no way I could ever help a person like you, which in retrospect is like, you know, they become pretty good buds. I know. And he does help him. Yeah. Like they do. Like part of it is Finn actually maturing past, you know, a 12 year old, very black and white uh, idea of morality and learning more about him. But they do genuinely make a real difference in Ice King's life even before he starts to get his memories back. Yeah, uh, and I mean, he says specifically, I'm probably because I'm just a simple dude, but maybe you should talk to someone with more life experience, Um, which, you know, he gets and is able to help the Ice King, so that's nice. 
I also like how he's like, like Jake, and Jake says, whoa, whoa, don't, don't jump, dump the Ice King on me. <laughs> yeah, you gotta admit that, um, even though I do think that Ice King should get help, it, it's, uh, it would be a task, and I don't necessarily uh, think many people would be volunteering for it. <laughs> um, um, what's your favorite part of the episode? Okay, so um, the ending... You know, I have mixed feelings about because there's definitely some ableism in it. But, you know, this weird dream sequence that Ice King is having. He's like, why do people hate me? Is it because I'm a magic user? And the cosmic owl, you know, this godlike cosmic figure who knows all comes in. It's just like, it's because you're a sociopath. Uh, it's just, it's so much of the, the delivery, I think, that really does it versus like, you know, there's definitely been a real, the last few years especially, there's been a whole lot of media which is like, oh, poor sad boys who do awful things, but they're, you know, they have hearts of gold underneath it, and, you know, why don't people like them? And I just appreciate the the straight up, like, no, it's not because you're deep, or they don't get you, it's because you're just a massive jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate that. And um, I think they managed to, like, kind of keep that going even as he even as he develops as a character, which is nice also, where it's like they sort of they still admonish him like, come on, Simon, like, not this again. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's genuinely struggling with some stuff, but he can still hurt the people around him and he still has to be held into account, just not necessarily by being beaten up and not being given any of the help he needs. Uh, what's your favorite moment from the episode? Um, well, I just said that it's the sociopath. You did. You did say that. (laughs) What's my favorite moment from the episode is that, um, there's this really cool tunnel animation right at the start. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. It's, we don't get, the animation is very cool in Adventure Time, but we don't get a lot of, like, rich texture like that. And so it was just Mm. kind of unusual and fun to see, um, right out the box. Yeah, and you know, ice and snow is one of those things that I think can be so absolutely gorgeous in animation. I think it's a big part of why Frozen got so popular. Um, I know in the Avatar series, like, especially I think it's episode two where they're like um, penguin sledding and we get a gorgeous thing of ice animation. Like, it's just definitely something I personally adore to see in the medium. Um. I also really like uh, the book that Ice King was reading the princesses. He calls it Baby What's It in the Bottle Prince, but it's actually called Baby Hoozlefoot and the Wuddlebugs, which is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, you gotta wonder how those types of fairy tales developed in, you know, the, the weird magical slash radioactive land of you. Yeah. And also, who's publishing books? I also want to know that. Well, there's got to be quite a lot, because I believe it's Turtle Princess who has a whole entire library, right? That's right. That's right. Um, I, I also got to say, uh, early Finn faces are so good. Oh, With, they're like, very the intense. Intense eyebrows and, like, the screwed up, like, weird ridges. And they're just, they're just very good. And it's not like they go away completely in later seasons, but they're not quite this uh, extreme ever again. It becomes again. more nuanced, I would say. Yeah. Um, something I really liked was we got some serious brother energy between Jake and Finn. 
I know, yes. And uh, they're, you know, it's already establishing in these early episodes that, like, toxic masculinity has very little place in Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in Finn's life, which is cool because they just like they just are really affectionate to it with each other, and that's nice. Yeah, the one I, I I did like was like you know they're it's very early episode, and Jake starts teasing Finn, being like, "Do you have a crush on the Ice King?" And it doesn't come across as like homophobic or anything. It just comes off as like you know a brother ribbing his little bro about having a crush on someone just completely off the wall yeah it's really good yeah i mean i so i have a question for you do you think they always intended finn and jake to be brothers like we know they're best friends they say that a bunch but i I wonder what the first episode is where they actually like are concretely familial i was wondering about that too because i think i'm not sure if it's happened yet or if it happens in the next few episodes definitely call each other bro right but you know that's completely inconclusive. People just say bro to mean friend. Um, and I get the sense that they maybe didn't actually intend it. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. I, you know, I don't know for sure. I wonder if we could dig up some kind of interview or whatever, but I don't think they intended them to be brothers. I mean, certainly um, Jake is, you know, quote unquote older than Finn. And so there's that dynamic. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, it seems to me maybe they thought, okay, we're going to do the boy and his dog dynamic and we're going to flip it a bit because the dog is older and more mature by many metrics. I don't think all metrics. Not all metrics, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Not all metrics. Uh, but then they started going on and they said, okay, well, how did they actually meet? And they had to come up with an example on that, you know, th- this tied into like, why doesn't Finn have any family? Um, well, they went, okay, the family, his birth parents are missing. And we don't get that resolved, obviously, for like six seasons. Um, but okay, then we can say that he was adopted by Jake's family. And then suddenly they actually are brothers canonically, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the way it went. You're so smart, Pro- Laura. Thank you. You're very smart, too. Um, I really like, this is the first time we see Finn's flute. And uh, it breaks. It <laughs> you breaks broke apart. it when we tried picking the lock to that sad ogre's heart. Is a very good line. Uh, <laughs> uh, the establishment of like who these kids are, you know, kind of happens uh, uh, ar- around the edges. Like we don't see them going on a straight up adventure until the Enchiridion. I guess they're always like helping other people have adventures or just making reference to the, like, shenanigans they get up to, but... Yeah, it's definitely this thing where they very organically... You know, we never have a clear setup episode where these are Jake and Finn, and they're heroes, and they go on adventures. It's more like they just make these mentions, and you kind of get that sense over time. Yeah. Um, Ice King's bubble butt makes me laugh every single time. Every single time. (laughs) Uh, it does make you laugh. I, I don't. I I don't have quite the same fascination with it, but butts are funny, Laura. Oh yes, yes they are. Pat, pat. Um, I just want to shout out both Raspberry Princess and Hot Dog Princess for being absolutely adorable. Yeah, at one point, Hot Dog Princess is doing the worm, which is fantastic. <laughs> 
Uh, this is only tangentially related, but there is a wiener dog in my neighborhood, and he's the fattest little wiener dog. Oh. And his belly is always drag, and it's just adorable to see when he's out for walks. <laughs> um, I guess the only other thing I want to say is the en- very ending of the episode makes me a little uncomfortable. Which part? The part where I believe it's Slime Princess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you'd help us marry whoever we want. I want to kiss you. And then they have to, like, awkwardly get out of it. Yeah, yeah. With the Finn pieces pants all the time. Um, Yeah, I don't know. They... They it kind of flip flops for me throughout the seasons where it's like sometimes the way that they are crushing on Finn is like funny and adds to it, and sometimes it's like he's twelve, man. Yeah, 12. exactly. I think it was a weird, especially the first couple seasons. I remember almost pretty much every female character, which is mostly princesses, having a crush on Finn was kind of a running gag, and I feel like it might have been a riff on Infantasy where like. You know, there are princesses everywhere and they all have crushes on the main hero, but it just comes across kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, but the he pees his pants constantly all the time is pretty funny. Yeah, that's also very good brother in, yeah, uh, very good energy. Brother, brother content. Very good brother content. Um, and one other thought, and I'm kind of embarrassed it took me this long. It literally took my partner watching the episodes with me. And they went, oh, it's Tom Kenry. Um... A.K.A. the voice of Spongebob Squarepants is the same guy who voices Ice King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's prolific in the voice acting game. I mean, yeah, but it was one of those things, like, I literally never picked up on it, and now that I hear him, I'm like, oh, right, obviously that's Spongebob. No, I can't do it. Don't. Please don't. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. Listeners, you will not hear me try to do that again, I promise. Uh, Okay, cool. Well... Um, oh yeah, I, one more thing. Uh, the fact that the Ice King's drum set says number one babe is very, very good. <laughs> um, and I do like that comes back, um, specifically, I believe it is, um, I Remember You, where that really becomes a pretty focal part, part of the episode and Ice King's relationship with Marceline. Ooh, can't wait for that episode. Ooh. Cannot wait. Um, did you find the snail? I did, yeah. Did you? I did too, yeah. He, he's uh, waving among the everybody in a group shot in the cell, which is nice. Yay, we found the snail. Um, let's see. Is Jake a good boy? I would say he was indeed a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. They um, say mathematical again. That's really the only linguistics biz. Yes, and I think it's also notable that there was not a single fart joke in the entire episode. Ah, what a waste. (laughs) KK says fart jokes must be in every episode. I mean, only the good ones. Only the good farts or only the good episodes? Yes. (laughs) All right, um, let's see ourselves out with a media wreck. Um, Um, I'm playing... Uh, Super Mario 3D World right now. It's so which, much fun. Which one was that? Because that's not the most recent. That was Odyssey, no, that's the one right? for the Wii U. Uh, but you can buy it on Switch. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, you, you get to turn into cats. No, oh. it's um, great, uh, especially if you really like yelling at your friends because they threw you into the lava by accident. That's... I see. 
I've got to ask, how does becoming a cat help? Uh, it's like a cat suit, and you can you can scratch things and climb the walls. Wonderful. That sounds like some good video game content right it there. It is. It is. Can't recommend it enough. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Thank you for joining KK and Laura the humans on Come Along With Me. Email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three. And Instagram and Tumblr at adventuretimepod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Thank you.